Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. Now how do you respond to a situation that is quite new to you? I mean, have you thought of why you respond that way? Sometimes when you don't understand the things happening before you, you might just look at the present happening or sometimes look back the reason why those um, I mean, things occurred. We see in today's passage three different groups of people. Um, I would say the centurion and the people and the woman uh, in the area of Golgotha, where they respond differently to how Jesus said his last word and died on the cross. And I want us to meditate on how we look at the events in our life that God brings to us, whether you focus in the situation and see what God is doing or just considering all the surrounding things of the event and just logically try to understand and sometimes regret why you did that. So I want us to look at today's passage and see for yourself why and how you respond to God's work. Let's take a look. Luke chapter 23 verses 44 through 56. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. For the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness the sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching these things. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man, who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth, and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day, and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. So as I've indicated in the beginning, I want us to focus more on the middle part of today's passage, which is verse 47 and 49, and tagging along to the later verses of today's passage. 
or these uh, in preceding verses happen after uh, Jesus' death in the presence of what he was saying. Uh, you can see that the sun stopped um, and the curtain of the temple was torn into two. And Jesus said his last word, at least in Luke's gospel, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And he's breathed uh, his last. Now, in light of this uh, context, we see how the people responded. And I want us to focus on this because it sheds light to our behavior and our responses to God's work. You see in the first part where the centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, surely this was a righteous man. Now you can see that the centurion is seeing what had happened. Now please take that into consideration because grammatically this is a present tense that is being completed, which means he's witnessing Jesus' death and paying attention to Jesus' word and, and just directing his attention to Jesus, he comes to his conclusion by praising God and saying, surely this was a righteous man. Now, that significantly tells us something that Luke wants us, to uh, wants us to learn, which is the fact that you have to look at what God is doing in the person of Christ Jesus. Take that into heart, because in comparison to that, you will see other people, how they respond, because this will give us some learning. Second and third is that the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place. Now the people surrounding all this incident is seeing what is happening in terms of sight view. So like the occurrence of the, the court uh, and also uh, the sun being darkened and also hearing the news that the curtain of the temple was torn into two, they're focusing the surrounding events in the environment not on Jesus. That is why they beat their breasts and went away. Yes, they do, do so in deep sorrow and some, some worries and concern, but it's not the same as the centurion confessing, yes, this, is, this man was righteous. This man was a son of God. It's entirely different response. Why? Because they are not focusing on Jesus on the cross. Now, third, Verse 49, but all those who knew him, these are the people closest to Jesus. All those who knew him, including the woman who had followed him from Galilee. Now here's a comparison. Stood at a distance watching these things. Not watching Jesus on the cross and finally remembering what Jesus has taught them, but they're watching these things. And their response, it's not written here, but we know that they only focus on the burial of Christ Jesus. It is different from what the centurion showed us and was testified in the gospel narrative. God is glorified when we recognize his presence and activity in the person and the work of Christ Jesus. That is being on the cross, Jesus being put to death. We, when we focus on that, we see what God is doing and his activity of bringing the consummation of salvation, the salvific history being fulfilled in front of us. 
But when you look at the surrounding and the events and the things concerned with the issue, uh, you lose focus and you become concerned and you become so deeply caught up with your own grief and sorrow that you lose the moment to praise God and His work. So that is the very reason why we have to look at this middle part of the passage and meditate about our own self-behavior and response. When God is at work, are you concerned with the surrounding events or the things that lead up to it? Are you concerned with uh, more of the peripherals, not the primary stuff? Are you concerned of the things of administrator stuff concerning worship? We have to focus on Jesus, just like this Gentile man, the centurion did. Out of nowhere, this is non-Judean person, probably who has a different view of a deity, of God. He's the one who recognizes that this is a righteous man who deserves praise and glory because somehow he was focusing on the activity of God that he has done in the embodiment of Christ Jesus. So there we stand also concerned of what to look at. We are to look at Jesus and to see what Jesus and what God is doing. And there we glorify God as we praise His work. So as I close, I just want to ask you a question. Do you know when was the darkest moment of our history? In biblical sense, it was when our Lord Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross, rejected by his own people. The so-called Messiah was being put to death. That is the darkest moment in our biblical time of history. But in the midst of all that, people were so caught up with their own sorrow and grief. But one man praised God and saw what God was doing. I hope that sheds light of insight to you. Because in your time of suffering and the darkest moments of your own personal history in life, I hope you to see what God is working in the midst of that. Because if you see, rather than being caught up with despair and grief and sorrow, you will praise God with your greatest joy. I hope that becomes true even if you're going through your darkest moment in time of your life. Let us pray. Father, Lord, shed our eyes so that we could see what you are doing. Open our eyes so that we can praise you by thanking you for what you are doing in our life. So, Lord God, I ask you to help us. I pray this in your name. Amen. For a single soul, Virginia, 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 Virginia,